0: For more unholy content from our friends, head to irreverent.fm. <sighs> <clears throat> hey, friends, this is Josie. Today is a solo episode, which we'll see how this goes because. I'm pretty fired up. But today, we are talking about something that is pretty near and dear to my orbit, not my heart as an ex-evangelical because I don't let things like this affect my heart. Except maybe I do because I'm pretty bitter. Today, I wanted to do a little bit of research with y'all. A little bit a little case study, if you will, on something that is currently happening around my orbit like I said I attended Fellowship Monrovia when I was at Azusa Pacific University it was the church to go to it was huge it was the most progressive option that was the most in our faces because obviously the gay churches weren't advertising themselves or whatever but so they touted themselves as multi-generational, multi-ethnic, um, you know, interested in racial reconciliation. Head pastor Albert Tate was black. So, you know, a lot of these little white kids at APU felt so cool going to a black church um, or what they thought was a black church. The worship was lit. It was in a, you know, cool high school theater on a high school campus multiple services. They were huge. So much money was being poured into this. They had cool events for women and for men and for children. It was the spot. It was the place to be. And uh, my friends who had a car (laughs) went there. So I went with my friends who had a car because I didn't have a car. And some of my friends continued to attend Fellowship Monorio into their adulthood. Um, Some of them have worked there. Some of them have left before this, left because of this. Um, it's a shit show there now. And I just wanted to use this as an example of what can happen when a pastor is allegedly, you know, not doing right by his congregants. So I first became aware of the situation because I saw a lot of people that worked here start to quit, start to get laid off, start to leave. And I'm a nosy bitch and studied journalism in college. So, you know, I dove in deep and I started asking the right questions and I started calling shit out on the internet. And lo and behold, I got sent a lot of information. Luckily, now it's all public knowledge. Luckily for me, not for the people involved, um, because now I can talk to you about it. I've been holding out out of respect for people that I know that worked there, people that sent me information and said, you know, we're trying to keep it out of the media for now. But it's in the media now, and I am the media now. So we're gonna we're gonna rock and roll with this, because this is it's so clear the damage that has been done and the damage that continues to be done in this church space because accountability is not being, what is the word, taught, is not being met, is not being, you know, shown, whatever. Let's get into it. So first of all, you know that there's a huge problem in your church when you have to allegedly have people that work there sign NDAs period. When they leave, while they're there. What? Why are churches making people sign NDAs? Why can't people be honest about their experiences? Isn't that part of the whole accountability situation with churches? If people aren't allowed to tell you what's wrong with the place, it's just going to perpetuate the abuse even further. So that's number one. Number one problem. NDAs. What the fuck? All right, continuing on. So apparently the board okay, first of all, this board is not accountable to the congregation, which is wild to me. I mean, it's a mega church, so it's not surprising, but according to, um, people that work there, the board is only accountable to the senior pastor and the senior pastor is only accountable to the board, which means that these people can do whatever the fuck they want. And the congregation can't do anything about it. And the staff can't do anything about it. Um, who is on this board all right and why are they fucking up they set up this whole email where you could ask questions and apparently they're just not getting back to people if they don't like the fucking question I mean okay first let's let's get this let's get this down so they are doing this bullshit transparency situation on their website right where they post updates about this but all they post is like the bare minimum and we're gonna get into why this is a problem, but coming back to this board, apparently they are being accused by certain staff members—not um, accused, but they're say these staff people are saying like you're mishandling money, you're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on crisis management, which I mean, you know, I guess you need PR now that your thing is a shit show, um, and they want to spend thousands of dollars. Um, to pay for guest preachers because pastor's not preaching right now and we'll get into why um so they want to spend thousands tens of thousands of dollars for that um to preach for preachers to speak in their absence don't you have other pastors like is there only one guy in a mega church that can preach um why doesn't the board get up there to preach like why are you misusing money um that you don't have because you've laid off tons of people this is another issue is that I mean, once the crisis hits, right, people start to leave, they take their money, they stop donating. So people have had to be laid off. I'm assuming this is why, right? The logic follows. So people have been laid off and they've been given this hush money and I'm allegedly given this hush money, forced to sign an NDA and um, apparently they're, I'm going to say apparently a million times, um, but fellowship policy claim or Staff members claim that fellowship policy, um, states that those who resign don't get severance, but these people get severance. So hush money, allegedly that this is where my mind is going, right? This is all my thoughts, my speculation. I'm going to say allegedly a lot because, um, I don't doubt that a mega church would sue a little Brown girl. Okay. And if you do, well, I don't got anything. So, <laughs> congratulations. And you're not getting my fucking dogs, okay? You're not getting my puppies. So, try try for my bike. Try for my Costco TV. That's fine. But anyway, so this is the church structure. This is what we're going into, right? Like this church was built to be fucked up. Um, at my church, cuz I still attend a church, Um, I attend a Methodist church. So all the rules and stipulations are laid out for us by the denomination. And we're actually figuring this out right now. Um, It's the end of the year. So we're planning the new year. We just elected people to the new board and they not only do they have to be nominated by the nominations committee that, you know, we put like the, the pastor picks the nominations committee and they nominate who they think from the congregation should be on the leadership board. And then everybody votes and says, yeah, cool. We like it. We like the lineup. Let's go for it. Um, But the pastor is accountable to this board. If my pastor does half, half of what Albert Tate has done, allegedly, uh, out of here, homie, not that he would. We love Pastor Matt. But this is just to say, like, it is bullshit that these two entities are in cahoots with each other, right? Albert Tate built this church. Um, He's the face of the church. He's the moneymaker of the church. So, of course, this board is going to want to protect him at all costs, um, completely disregarding the congregation, right? And the congregation generally has no say about what happens in this church. Who knows who's on this board? How are they appointed? How is this situation happening, you know? anyways so structures are fucked up allegedly so this is where the controversy begins right allegedly and as admitted by pastor albert tate in a (laughs) on a sunday they came back on a sunday to address the congregation um he said that he was having inappropriate text messages with Other people, I'm not gonna assume that they're women because I hope you're gay, Albert. Make me feel better. Um, but that's not to slight you, I just love gay people. Um, so he was having inappropriate sex conversations. He admitted this in front of the church with his wife, by the way. How fucking embarrassing for her! I feel so bad for her. I mean, she's probably chill with it since she's up on this fucking stage. But like, how embarrassing that you pull your wife up in front of the congregation and said that you're a cheating asshole. Because this is cheating, right? I don't care if you put your dick in anybody else. Like, emotional affairs are emotional affairs, and you you stepped out, and you. He, so he said this in front of the whole congregation. First of all, they live stream their services. This was not live streamed. It, it the video does not exist. People, other people, took video of it during the church. But so that was annoying that people can't even watch this. Now there's a podcast. Thanks. There's a podcast that you can highly edit. Amazing. Thank you so much for that. But of course, that's not even it, right? According to this letter put out by the staff, um, they think that senior leadership gets a pass. I mean, somebody was fired, um, in early 20 th- 20, bleh, 2023 because they were accused of sexual harassment right good fire them fire their ass Um, that's the right thing to do Uh, but I'm gonna say uh, a lot too because I'm also reading I'm trying to be as you know concrete with my information as possible my alleged information Ugh. so Albert Tate has been accused of sexual harassment multiple times, multiple credible allegations. And when presented with this information, the board did not maintain the same standards that they did for the, that they had for the guy or gal who was terminated earlier this year. I mean, how many times, how many fucking times does this have to happen for you to realize, ah, maybe this isn't our guy anymore but let's be real they're not gonna do that because this church was built around this guy's persona his charismaticness his preaching style uh it's just so he gets accused and he doesn't get fired how does that make sense like if this is your standards why aren't you meeting the standards to this guy like for that guy to this guy anyways you get it So that's fucked up, right? This guy's been accused of sexual harassment. Already a fireable offense, but it doesn't stop there. This guy had a full on affair on his wife, a pastor, right? Like this is not, I want to remind people that this is not a normal person. This is a spiritual leader to a large community of people. He is supposed to be the most accountable. He is supposed to be above reproach. Ugh, I hate that I just said that, but whatever. Like, so he had an affair, which is his and his wife's business, right? But also, I don't want no fucking cheater preaching to me on Sunday, you know? Like, get right with the Lord. That's right, like, ugh. So the board claimed that they hired an outside organization to investigate um, his marital misconduct. And apparently uh it didn't actually happen they didn't actually do that according to staff members no actual outside organization was hired to complete a thorough investigation of his infidelity Uh, and like i said this is a case study so how many red flags do we have how many not even red flags how many deal breakers do we got here right um because this is not unique right this isn't even the most extreme example of pastoral pastoral misconduct that we've heard of in the media, right? This is, this is my case study because it's close to me. And because I have a fucking vendetta because at APU, Albert Tate was on the board. He was on the board for APU. Um, one second. Oh, a little burpee. Sorry. Just said disabilities. Um, so he was on the board at APU and he was always at APU preaching at our faces. Like he was the next best thing. Like he was, I don't know, like a more family oriented, like a more down to earth preacher guy. Right. Um, so I have a lot of, I have a lot of, I have a lot of feelings because of course he's connected to APU. Of course he's connected to a Christian university. Of course, of course, of course, of course. Um, so what were the repercussions that Albert Tate faced? Um, Well, before I get into that, apparently he was just an asshole. Like, he was an abusive boss, Um, which of course he was, right? Like, I mean, he got a book deal. He's a big name. Yeah, I mean, I had a friend who worked there, and she said that he was just not, like, you couldn't approach him. Like, he was just not an approachable person. You were not good enough to be near him. You were not good enough to be around him. Like, in Spanish, no le diriges la palabra, because he he can't even handle, like, don't, don't even talk to him. Don't even talk to him. Um, that's a problem for me. (laughs) This has been like a huge problem for me and mega churches in general. Like I don't want to be in a church where the fucking guy up front won't ever even learn my name. How does, how am I supposed to get spiritual mentorship? How am I supposed to get spiritual guidance from a guy who will never know anybody's name in this fucking room? Like, spiritual elitism is real and i'm not down for it so already i was not into fellowship and now i'm even more not into fellowship <laughs> okay anyways so um yeah the, the board has claimed to look into these things that pastor albert Tate has done and apparently the per the behavior kept happening until this most recent situation was brought up. So as a result of all of these allegations, the board put out a statement saying that as of September of this year, homeboy was going to go on a leave of absence. Um, and they're going to investigate it. Well, guess what happened? Now they're putting out this whole one year plan on how, he's going to be reintegrated into the congregation so not only did he do all of these things that are reprehensible allegedly but you are on the path of what you call reconciliation you're going to put this man back in power the man who abuses his power because i mean even if you like you still have some level of power right in infidelity like your wife is going to look like a fool. Like you're making your wife look like a fool and, and she could stay. She could go. You're making a lot of money. Like that's part that I'm sure that comes into the decision. Um, I think she's probably a woman of scruples, right? She's probably a great woman, but that's a power imbalance in your marriage. Great. Thank you. Um, and then whoever you're having an affair with, like you already have power. You are the head of a mega church. That's a power imbalance. Um, you're using this power and balance against your employees. You're being abusive in the workplace and all you get is a slap on the wrist and a year off. I'm sure they're still paying you if you're just getting a year off. And not only that, they're going to start reintegrating him into Sunday services. Like he's going to be there on, on Sundays starting very soon, uh, starting like tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know when, but, um, What? Okay. And let's go back a little bit because let me tell you, the church has not said anything about what this pastor has done outside of inappropriate, limited, inappropriate text conversations. That is what he is in trouble for officially with the church. All of the information that I just gave you about everything else was outlined by people that worked there. So they're the ones that are coming out with this information. They're the ones that are presenting this information. Um, so the church is not even being transparent about the allegations. They're not even telling the congregation the real depths of abuse and power imbalance. They're not talking about that. They're talk- They're just saying like, oh, whoopsie daisy, he made a little oopsie. Um, so he's going to take a little break and then he's going to come back. This guy obviously needs to go to intensive therapy. I mean, I have a narcissistic mother. Uh, it's it's given me that a little bit, you know? Like, I mean, I don't know him personally, so I can't diagnose him with that. But this is definitely, like, a narcissist situation. Like, a narcissistic situation. Like, you're too good to be held accountable? And I mean, I don't know him. Again, like, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Power is tasty. It's tasty. And um, if you can get a hot hot person I guess you you know like I understand the way that the mind works but what I don't understand is that the church is hiding it the board is hiding this they're putting out statements that are incredibly misleading they're not telling the congregation the full scope of what's going on and now we have to find out from the staff members whom I will say um I'm glad this is all on the internet there is now a hope for fellowship Instagram page. You can follow along for all the newest information. Like people are trying to take back their church. Oh my God. That is so applaudable to be Applaudable? Applaudable. I love that there's a group of people who work there and who go there as congregants who are like, no, 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 no. We got to fix this shit from the root. I mean, they, they put together like these whole documents. They're beautiful. I have a little bit of you know, document OCD. I mean, I have OCD in general, but I'm, you know, I love doing well thought out research and oh my gosh, is this, this research, it's on their page. I highly recommend you look at it yourself. Um, that's what I'm reading off of. And they're trying to take their congregation back. They're saying like all of this financial misdoing, we want to fix that this board situation. We want to fix that. We want to elect our board. Wow. Beautiful. Um, We want to hold these people accountable for realsies. Amazing. They're holding like prayer and lamentation, uh, like meetings in front of the church after and before services. Like they're being outspoken. And I only hope that all this media attention, because I am the media now, bitches. (laughs) I am the media. Oh no. (laughs) Um, I hope that all of this media attention gets them what they want, their church back. I mean, because I'm a salty bitch. I would have left. I would have said, fuck you and your mother. Like, (laughs) sorry, that was rude. Um, like I'm leaving. Like this isn't, I'm not giving you my money. I'm not giving you my time, my attention. Fuck you and your church is what I would have said to Albert Tate. And it's what I'm saying now. I'm saying, I mean, not the church because I'm loving what these people are doing. I'm loving, I'm loving everything that the Fellowship Monrovia congregants are doing. But fuck Albert Tate, honestly. Like, this is, if you are a man of character, of integrity, what the hell are you doing not getting help for this? Why aren't you going to, like, somebody you spiritually admire to, you know, go on a retreat for a year, a silent retreat, please, for the love of God, shut your fucking mouth, um, t- get your phone taken away. Like, why aren't you doing the real work to get back? because this is not something that you can fix like your marriage is not going to get fixed in a year let me tell you that I can tell you that as a married person I mean I haven't been married as long as Albert Tate but I can already tell that there are some things that are going to take Ryan and I a little bit to you know work through mostly money stuff because I'm an irresponsible asshole and Ryan's not I like to thrift. Um, So we're working on that. But it's going to take me a while. You know, I got to learn my fucking lesson. I have to learn that I can't just fill all of the closets in my house with clothes that I may never wear. But I love the way that they look. (laughs) Uh, So calling myself out, too, in this episode. You need to spend time fixing the situation from the root, from the ground up. Maybe you got mommy issues, Albert Tate, because Lord knows I do, and I've spent 20 years in therapy trying to fix that shit, and it's not fixed. It's not fixed. All right, enough about me. Enough about me. So some people are probably going to come at me and say, Josie, he got up in front of the whole congregation and apologized. According to Um, he said as your shepherd, as your spiritual leader, I ask for your forgiveness because he, before this, he said that his wife and family had already forgiven him. (laughs) I wouldn't, but that's up to you guys. Um, I ask for your forgiveness. I was not the best that I could have been. I was less than the best spiritual leader, less than the best, less than the best. Okay. Um, and that impacted you, the congregation as well. Mind you, he didn't mention what he was up there for. He made no allusion to serious allegations against himself and other church leaders, which include, I'm reading this, financial malfeasance and sexual harassment, among other things. So again, the church is not addressing the real issue. And this is where I'm going to get into why I'm activated, why I'm pissed off. And why I'm making this fucking podcast. So I entered into the podcast sphere with Spencer a couple years ago during the pandemic. To talk about bullshit like this. Because we got out of APU. And we got into the big bad world. And we realized that this was all bullshit. That churches like this, mega churches like this, influential churches like this are always going to protect the bottom line. They're always going to protect their money before anybody else. And this is exactly what is happening here. Because let me tell you, an abusive boss does not stop being abusive because they got in trouble. They just start hiding it. A cheater, I mean, maybe I'm a bitch, but once a cheater, always a fucking cheater. You know what I'm saying? Like, this man has shown that he cannot handle power power is too intoxicating to him he will fuck up because the power is too much to handle in his little brain his little heart so we're just going to put him back on the pedestal and not just that we're not going to tell the congregation the allegations we're not going to be open about what the fuck is happening instead we are going to put this man back into the congregation on Sundays back into a position of leadership back into his head pastorship role in a year where he can continue this abuse. This is not the repercussions that need to be had, right? This man is probably still getting paid. Um, I don't know that for sure, but I'm assuming he's still fucking getting, it's his church. Of course he's still getting paid. Right. And I hope he's not, but he probably is. You are putting more people in harm's way. Because you refuse to hold this man accountable to the levels that you need to hold him accountable. He should not be in a position of head pastorship ever again in his life. And let me tell you why. Because he's shown us what he does with that role. He's shown us what he does with that power. He can't handle it. And I'm coming from this as a mental health standpoint, you know, because I believe in redemption. I believe in grace. I believe in forgiveness. Sure. But I believe in repercussions, too. Oh, Lord, I believe in consequences. And the consequences of your actions, Albert Tate, should be that you are not allowed to lead a congregation. You got a book deal. Go write some books on falling from grace and all that bullshit, right? But you are not an adequate spiritual leader. You have shown us that. And instead, you're not going to be transparent about what the fuck went on. I mean, even Carl Lance was at least a little bit transparent about what went on. You know, like, come on. But instead, I mean, I guess he wasn't, but you know, he got more attention. Anyways, instead, we're just going to put this man right back on top where all of this went down. We're going to give him the power back. We're going to give him his job title that he should have lost. Like It's just, I'm getting so exhausted thinking about this because it's just so clear to me That this man should have been fired. He should have been let go. And I get it. Finding a new head pastor is probably a bitch and a half. When this guy is the one who started the fucking church. Oh well. Oh well. Just do it. Nike just do it. And I mean it's not going completely unnoticed. So many people have been quitting fellowship because of this. Because they just don't they don't see this as redeemable for themselves as a job um and like we want to yeah it's just a job but it's also the spiritual community and they had to leave it because this man is being allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants essentially because this is just you letting him get away with it he's getting away with it apparently according to Julia roys and people that were there during the service um other pastors were noticeably absent during the service they weren't there um they usually have four to five pastors in the front to pray for you at the end um and there's only one only one standing up there to pray oh, this i'm looking at this picture right now he has an audacity to wear a suit like you couldn't wear jeans and a t-shirt something humble to apologize <laughs> that's just me and my aesthetic choices um but oh my god so i mean people have been coming out like they don't say it because they used to work there and I'm sure they're fearful of getting sued but we read between the lines we've been reading between the lines and the lines say fuck this guy (laughs) okay so that's why I think Albert Tate should be fired but let's get into the repercussions so of this whole situation So staff and other people of the church put together this beautiful letter, this beautiful document stating what exactly they see going on. And what did the church do? (laughs) This is why I kept my mouth shut for a little while because I was told that this was happening. Um, But now it's out. So here we go. Let me read this. So apparently... After this was sent out, it was leaked, right? Because you know, secret secrets are no fun. Um, so they, the executive director, sent an email to all staff that said that because of this letter, because of these documents have been put together, an investigation was now required. And I, as an employee, think, oh, my God, people are going to get fired over there. This is what they're going to investigate? Okay, thanks. You're not going to investigate this, homie, but we're going to investigate all the staff because they want the church to be better. Great. Thank you. Um, His email encouraged anyone who, quote, unquote, participated in any way to come forward. To come forward to what? Your pink slip? (laughs) It also stated that all staff were required to meet privately With the executive director and the HR manager, Lara DeMarion. Um, Did I say this guy's name? His name is Tristan Gist. Gist. The gist of it. Tristan Gist and HR manager, Lara DeMarion. And that the church offices would be closed for the rest of the week following this situation. Wow. Okay. So that's not threatening at all. At all. And instead of investigating this guy they sent out an email to the congregation and it is on their website also and the statement said that the board has decided to give tate a path of restoration so now again they have a whole year-long process of restoration to get this guy back into his primary role as senior pastor while spending thousands of dollars for guest preachers over the course of that year i'm assuming instead of just firing him and getting a new guy up there great i'm so bored i'm so bored with this narrative because oh my god again you're just gonna put more people in harm's way you're gonna put an abusive boss to overlord over his employees again great thank you a cheater on the pulpit exactly what we want thank you somebody who has had sexually inappropriate text message conversations thank you like in the age of the internet i'm sure he was able to hide never mind i'm not even gonna go into there i'm not gonna go there i'm tired friends this is a case study like i said and how many times do all of us who have left the church just have to say, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how the cookie crumbles. It's just the natural consequence. Like, it seems to be, because these men can't keep it in their fucking pants, it seems to be the natural consequence of being a mega church pastor. What is that, like, is that part of the job description to cheat on your wife and be an abusive boss and to be sexually inappropriate with other people? Is that just you know, the lay of the land? Is is that a requirement for the job? Is this what, is, do I need to cheat on my partner to be a head pastor for a megachurch? Because apparently y'all are making it seem like that is necessary, (laughs) a necessary job description. So to cap off this riveting episode, let's get into what the staff members and church members want i think this is beautiful i i love the response i'm i'm making this podcast also to really like showcase how wonderfully people are handling this um advocating for full accountability first of all they want the current fellowship board structure to be dissolved badass just saying straight up like fuck you and everybody behind you (laughs) this shit needs to go amazing um i agree they want an interim fiduciary committee to be created to lead the church out of this crisis i love it they should do that um they also want a fully local elder board structure and they want it to be implemented with urgency that's right friends what a concept people of your community leading the community wow Now, doesn't that sound like how it's supposed to fucking go from the first place? Again, God bless. God bless the staff members and the community members of Fellowship who are not taking this lying down. I applaud you. I support you. I want to bring more attention to this because I think that the more and more attention this gets the more accountability will be forced upon fellowship board and head pastor Albert Tate. So that's why I'm making this also because I'm pissed off. And because, um, again, I wanted to highlight what happens in mega churches all across the country. Because I mean, I fully believe I fully in my heart of hearts believe that churches should not be mega churches. Man cannot handle that much power. They can't handle that much money, right? I mean, it's easier for a camel to walk through the eye of a needle. Bullshit, right? Like, not bullshit, because I believe that. But this level of power is not conducive to spiritual communities. It is not. Especially when they're structured in such a way as Fellowship Monrovia, where the board is only accountable to the senior pastor and the senior pastor is only accountable to the board. But let me tell you, the people of Fellowship Monrovia are saying, fuck that. You're accountable to us, bitch. Why? Because they're the ones filling your pockets with money. How many people did you have to lay off because people were like, and I'm done. I'm done with this mess. How much more money are you willing to lose? People are going to leave because you are not holding the people in power accountable for their actions. Take a shot for every time I've said accountable in this podcast. I mean, the board is just coming out and saying stuff like we've done our due diligence. We've held them accountable to the best of our Uh, ability we've done what we can do things are being handled don't worry about it but they're not being transparent about it they're not letting the congregation in on what the fuck is happening and you should these people are the ones that you are pretending to steward into I mean I'm assuming that they believe in heaven and hell so into heaven right how is that how does that make sense how does it make sense for a cheater and an abuser to be the leader of a congregation with such high stakes because hell is a huge stake for a lot of evangelical christians and you're not taking that i mean i i am assuming you don't really believe in hell board and pastor albert tate because you're not taking it that seriously thinking that he can just come back lead people away from hell like obviously you don't believe in it that much if that's what you're thinking this guy's not the person the person to lead all these people to heaven Or not to be the example of what a heavenly mindset should be. Anyways. Once again, I applaud the people of Fellowship Monrovia trying to hold this people accountable. I hope that you would go follow Hope for Fellowship on Instagram. They have all the links to everything I'm reading. You can read it. It's so much more in depth. It is so beautifully laid out. If you're into scripture, they even quote scripture. I mean, they're using the Bible to get at get at these allegations, to get at the situation. I'm into it. Play, you know, fire with fire, baby. You want redemption? Well, we want accountability. And I, I take a shot. I love it. 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 Um, Yeah, I just don't think that people should be like have this much power. It's too intoxicating. It's too what's the word i can't even speak i have not had coffee today it's too it's too hot of a situation for people to not fuck up you know and i say that as somebody who fucks up all the time if i was that rich that famous so that many people look at me on a sunday oh my god would i be an asshole oh my god would i think that i was better than everybody else Maybe, I mean, I have a lot of friends who called me out of my bullshit, so I'm assuming that I would probably do a better job than Albert Tate, but I don't want this job because I, I don't, I, mm, anyways, that was an aside. So follow Hope for Fellowship on Instagram. Um, if you have any more insight, if anybody from Fellowship wants to come on the podcast, we can really dish this out. I'm just laying it all out there for you um, and really showing that these alleged allegations, these alleged misdoings these alleged affairs or whatever um alleged 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 uh that they happen all the time and nobody is immune even the cool hip mega church associated with a large christian university multi-ethnic multi-generational thanks that really really went well for us didn't it and i think i'm a little bit pissed off because as a brown person at APU that was like half white, which to me living in LA County is insane to go somewhere where half the people are white. That's crazy. Um they pretended to talk for all of us brown folk. And I don't like that. Don't talk for me. You know, that was the history at APU like it was just anyways. Um, he is no longer on the board of APU as of August. So that's great. I mean, AP is a shit show anyways. It's falling apart and maybe it should, they don't like gay people. So we're not for them either, but this has been so cool. I mean, I've been texting people back and forth because I've gotten a lot of insider information. I got a lot of this information before it became public. Um, I felt a responsibility to bring it out in the open as somebody who was part of this community for a short period of time, part of the APU community, whose friends and loved ones attended there, worked there, blah, 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 blah. Um, And again, I am hoping that this only contributes to the media narrative of more accountability for the situation. And I hope that I'm helping the people of fellowship get what they want. Which, like I said, is dissolving this board. I think that's the most important thing right now, right? Is fuck this board. Fuck you. Uh, you're out of a job. I think that that's... I'm smiling. Oh, the, the thought of them being out of a job is great. Because, oh my gosh, are you putting so many more people in danger with this man in power who's already abused his power? When people show you who they are, believe them. Maya Angelou, right? Right? Person of color. Should take her advice. Right? Anyways, friends, that is it for today. Um, if you want to follow me at Speaking in Church <clears throat> on Instagram. If you want to view into my personal life, which is just dogs and crocheting and hanging out with my friends. My Instagram. My personal Instagram is pretty boring, but it's Josie Takes the World. Um, we have a tip jar. We have merch. All that fun stuff. But it feels weird talking about that at the end of a podcast kind of calling for accountability. So, forget i said that unless you don't want to then contribute (laughs) i do this podcast for free and i will continue to do it for free whoops forever probably so there's that friends don't be afraid to leave churches that are harming people actively people of fellowship i know you're fighting for your church and if all fails get the fuck out get the fuck out and go to a gay church that loves gay people all right how about that because I know for a fact your church doesn't. I know Fellowship in doesn't like gay people. So if you want to hold anything against Albert Tate, hold that against him. He's not affirming. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. All right, friends. As always, stay woke or get woke, please. For the love of God, please. Okay, bye.